What's going on, everyone? It's another edition of Spuddy's Quick Picks for Week 10 for the Buds and Sports Podcast. Fuck with your boys. Again, I am Spuddy McGee here. What's going on, buddies? Um, We just endured a week full of upsets in Week 9, and last week's record wasn't too hot. Um, By straight-up picks, I was 6-8. and eight. With the spread, 4-10, and ten. ouch. Didn't like that one. But my over-unders, I was 9-5. and five. Usually I don't do too hot with the over-unders, but um, last week I did over 500. So um, we're going to go ahead and see what Week 10 brings to the table. Hopefully, order restores. But before that, let's go over the bye teams this week. We got the Bears. We got the Bengals. We got the Giants. And we got the Texans. Those are your bye teams. Now let's go start with the first game of this week. Let's get it cracking. Um, we got Thursday night game. Ravens versus Dolphins. Ravens still playing close games, but edging them out. All the time. Not all the time, but, you know, their win record in close games is pretty good now. Um, I think I come come to the conclusion that Ravens um, line is the reason why Lamar is just having trouble, you know, just trying to throw the ball, things like that, causing turnovers and interceptions. is just always seems like he's... Um, getting rushed or getting pressured because um, not having clean throws or things like that or finding finding an open man right away. He has to always scramble out, which is not, you know, a bad thing for Lamar because he still makes things happen. But um, that's part of the reason why I think he's committing more turnovers than, than usual for the Ravens. But um, other than that... Um, Seems like they're slowly clicking with the passing game again when he when he does make some throws, so that's good. Um, the running game finally is starting to look um, progressively better when it's not Lamar Jackson. So Devontae Freeman's filling in nicely, and Le'Veon Bell. So um, can continue for them at least on a fantasy aspect to um, produce if you need a running back. So. Yeah, they're going against the Dolphins, and the Dolphins ended up getting a win. Um, yes, it was against the Texans, but um, with no Tua. So, um, Tua's injured, but um, I don't know. I I think Dolphins have a better chance winning with Jacoby Brissett, but um, in this matchup, um, I don't see it happening. Um Defense stepped up last week against the Texans, so that's good. Maybe that's a confident booster for them to start playing better. But against the Ravens, I don't see the Dolphins winning. Um, I got the Ravens. They're covering their 7.5 spread. And um, I think this game will go over 46.5 points. Um, Ravens, on to Sunday's game, starting off at the 10 o'clock ones. We got the Falcons. We got the Cowboys. Um, Falcons had a very close divisional game against the Saints and they ended up winning against the Saints. Now, no Jameis Winston, 
but um, still divisional game, and I feel like um, it was a crucial one because um, it was a full game with Trevor Simeon as um, QB. I know he came in as a fill-in and beat the Bucks, but now you're getting full um, full time to prep for the first team, but also giving the opponents full time to prep for you. For you, so. Um, it, Saints really didn't start clicking until the last quarter, so um, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing for the Saints, but we're not really talking about the Saints in this one. But the Falcons were able to put it away and get the dub. Um, they're playing against the Cowboys, who got embarrassed last week at home against the Broncos. Um, I think they took the Broncos lightly and got exposed everywhere when it comes to the offensive line and how the offense operates and the run defense. So hopefully Cowboys fix their mistakes, fix all their um, missed tackling problems and um, play a way better game in this one against the Falcons. Um, Falcons looking to tread up and sneak into the wildcard race, I feel. So we'll see how this one goes. Um, but I got Cowboys. Um, but, I feel like it's going to be a really close game. And um, I think the Falcons will at least come close in the spread. It was a nine point. So I'm giving it to the Falcons spread wise. So picking the Cowboys, I think Falcons will cover the spread though. It's nine points. And I feel like this game will be over 54 and a half points. Up next, Saints and Titans. Um, Saints, like I just said, recently lost to the Falcons. Um, They didn't play good all game until the fourth quarter. Um, I don't, I don't, obviously they lost, so it's not a good thing, but maybe that fourth quarter go momentum goes into this game against the Titans. Um, I mean, Saints have a really good defense, but it's the offense that's really troubling right now. They don't really have a good receiving core other than Alvin Kamara. They, Alvin Kamara is their offense, so um, it really depends how they um, utilize him and if someone could help Alvin Kamara out. So um, they're playing against the Titans. Titans are on a streak right now. They're dominating. They're playing great defense, despite Derrick Henry being out now. Um, we really didn't know how the offense was going to play because. Um, we didn't know if they're going to still keep the run running scheme or go more pass oriented, but um, I wouldn't say last week was a great example of how the offense is going to be because the defense really helped out against the Rams and um, put in good field position for the offense. So maybe this time around the Titans can really um, show what they have on a full length field in four quarters, I feel so. Um, but other other than that, I think I think the Titans' um, offense is going in a great direction. Though he got AJ Brown, I think Julio Jones is going to start trading up a little bit more. I think they're going to click a little bit more than usual than the start of the season. The first half of the season it kind of been disappointment with Julio Jones, but I think that's going to start trading up. Um, Utilizing um, Jeff um, Schwarm as more of the receiving tight end has been a, um, a, a I, th- I think, the underrated move for the Titans right now for um, success. I know he has been catching 
you know, low targets. Like, he's only getting target four times, but he caught all four for a touchdown. Not last week, but um, maybe it was last week. But um, he's been um, on an uptrend as being utilized as um, the main um, pass-catching tight end for um, Jeff Schwarm. Schwarm, Schwarm, Schwarm. I don't know. Yeah, that was last game against the Rams, but um, he's been an uptick when it comes to receiving compared to Frisker. Frisker? I can't pronounce names, guys, so you can go ahead and clown me. But um, those moves, those little moves kind of bring in success for the the passing game. And um, he's, um, Tannehill is going to need it when it comes to running and doing play action plays, you know, building that chemistry with the tight ends and other players as well. But not to go too long about this game, I got the Titans winning. They will cover the three-point spread, and I think this game will go over 44.5 points. Up next, we got the Colts and Jaguars in divisional game. Jaguars pulled the biggest upset last week by beating the Bills. Now, it was impressive, but the score was impressive. It was 9-6. Um, kudos to the Jaguars defense for... Um, you know, putting the Bills to that low of a score, but um, Jaguars offense needs help, and them missing James Robinson did make a big um deal that game because they only scored nine points. So um, maybe this game with James Robinson in, they're able to score more and keep it competitive against the Colts. But the Colts are on an uptrend too. Um, I think they finally hit their stride in in their mid season form. Defense is playing good. They beat the Jets last week. Not a big Im- impressive win, but it's how they did it, which was more impressive. Um, by the third, fourth quarter, the game was already over. They already scored about 30, 40 points. And um, the points that Jets picked up towards the end, which made it um, 45-30, uh, was more garbage time type of points. So um, I didn't really look into that. Colts really dominated that game, all because of Jonathan Taylor. Um Wentz protected the ball um, a little better. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. is a great um, op- option for Wentz, so um, I'm going. We're going to continue to see him them run um, on a high. I feel and against the Jaguars, I feel like that could happen again. Um, definitely. Um, I got the, the Indy winning this one, covering a ten and a half point spread. And I think this game will go over 47 and a half points. Um, up next, we got the Browns. We got the Patriots. Um, Browns put a beating on the Bengals in the division game. Um, I was shocked by that. I think a lot of people were shocked by that because of how the Bengals have been playing in the past week. But, um, yeah, they got they got beat down. And um, Nick Chubb really took control of that game. And, uh, honestly, I felt like he destroyed the Bengals and um, the Browns defense was nice. Nice 100 yard pick six from Denzel Ward. Um, and, um, you know, ran all the way against Joe Burrow. And um, that that was like the nail in the coffin right there because, you know, a 100 yard pick six is very demoralizing and, you know, really changed the flow of the game. But, um, Patriots as well have been um, quite a sneaky team. <laughs> um, Who would have thought they were five and four? 
and they've been putting up, you know, some pretty dominant performances on the defense and um, on the offensive side. Um, their run, their run game has been sneak, sneakily good, sneakily, sneakily good. I don't know. How to, I think it's sneaky, sneakily. Oh well, but um, yeah, Patriots have been creeping back up in the playoff and playoff talks. Um, they could be. They're in position to also lead the AFC East, which no one probably thought, but here they are. Um, they don't have the best record at home, but um, Browns have a two and two record, um, so it's not that great either. One and four record at home, two and two record. This game is going to be close, but I feel like Pats will come up, come out with the win. Um, no Nick Chubb playing this game because of COVID protocol. Um, so uh, that relies more on Baker and um I, I think the Patriots pull away with this one cover their one and a half point spread and they will go over 45 and a half points. Up next we got the Bills, we got the Jets. Um Bills got embarrassed last week against the Jaguars only putting up 6 points with such a high performing offense. But I mean the defense I mean, not saying much about the Jags though, because they're not, they're not they're not really a great offense. Defense held them to nine points, but Bills were only put up six. So I feel like we're gonna get an aggressive Bills team uh, in this one um, against the Jets. I don't know if Zach Wilson's win um, starting or um, Mike White is starting. Um, both um, are coming. Um, Mike White had an injury in the Thursday night game. I don't know if he's one hundred percent. And no one knows if Zach Wilson's 100%. So there's a good possibility we might even see um, Josh Johnson, third stringer, again. Maybe he gets a full game, um, full um, week of practice with the first team and um, he starts. Who knows? But um, I don't think the Jets' offense or defense is that great. Jets' defense shows glimpses of greatness, but not a full game. Um, with that being said, I think the Bills will come back with revenge and cover a 13 point spread. This game will go over 47 and a half points though. Um, up next, we got the lions and Steelers lions came back from a bye, and they're still winless. Um, does this be the game that the lions win? Um, moving on to Steelers Steelers had a tough game against the bears. Yes. The bears, um, Justin Fields had a um, another good game, two good games in a row. I think he's finally, you know, gained the groove now. Um, I mean, the first half was kind of bad in that Bears-Steeler game, but the second half started really coming together. But it's hard playing against that Steeler defense because um, T.J. Watt really makes that defense ten times better. Offense still kind of sluggish in my in my eyes, but with Najee Harris there, it it smooths things out just just a bit. So the question is, will Lions upset the Steelers at home? I say yes. You want to know why? I don't have a good answer, but. I think the Lions just pull it off. They got a week. They got a bye week. I feel like they could do it. And um, 
I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, though, because, um, yeah, Jeff Jeff Goff, Jared Goff is playing against a Steeler defense, so it's going to be really close. It could be like a 10-7 game, I feel. But I feel like this Lions team is really going to give Ben Roethlisberger trouble. Not going to be as effective. Might be just an off week f- for the Steelers. But I feel like Lions get the win. Um, I think it's going to be like a 10-7 game or something like that. But I do think this is going to be an under 42.5 point game. Lions win it by upset. Up next, we got the Buccaneers-Washington football team. Um, Buccaneers coming off a bye. So I think they're going to be playing aggressive. Washington football team coming from a bye. But their direction is kind of at a standstill right now. I um, Buccaneers are due for a lights out game, and I think this is going to be it against this Washington football team. I think it's going to be like a thirty-five, twelve showing. So I got Bucks winning this. They're going to cover a nine and a half point spread. Um, but at the same time, even though I said that score, I think it might be over fifty-one and a half points. Bucks win. Now we're moving to the afternoon games. Cool. We got the Cardinals and Panthers. Um, Cardinals came back with an impressive win without Kyler Murray, A.J. Green, and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Colt McCoy came in and um, showed the 49ers who's boss. I think Colt McCoy is like one of the best relieving quarterbacks in the league. Seems like whenever he has to fill in, he does the job and gets wins when they most need it. And that's what the Cardinals need against the the Niners, especially a division game, and it worked. Good for them. Um, I think Kyler Murray comes back, um, D-Hop comes back, and A.J. Green comes back. So um, yikes for the Panthers and that defense. Um, Speaking of the Panthers, um, defense plays pretty good, but um, offense on the other end. I think, I mean, I just read the report that um, Darnold has a um, shoulder fracture. So that means P.J. Walker might be, probably is going to be the starting quarterback that game. Um, Me me and the Buds have been hoping this, he gets his chance again. And I think it's coming this weekend, but it's against Cardinals. And um, I don't think P.J. Walker is going to do it this game. I think Cardinals win. I think Cardinals cover their 10.5 point spread. And they'll be over 44 points. Um, Yeah. Up next, we got the Vikings. We got the Chargers. Um, Chargers had a tough, tough showing against the Eagles. They ended up getting the win, but um, I didn't like to score that game. Um, Justin Herbert only had four incompletions yet and over 300 yards yet. They only scored like about twenty-seven points. Things just didn't add up when when that came to be. And now I didn't watch that really that game other than some highlights. So you know it might show us some things why that happened. I don't know. I felt like the Chargers should have beat the Eagles pretty decisively, but that didn't happen. So questions there, and it's going to lead to my decision on this game. Vikings. Um, always a misfortune happened to them in the game. Um, they play really close games. They play great games until the end and they blow it. Basically a charger move that they do. Um, happened again against the 
Ravens um, went to overtime. Um, things didn't go their way. So another tough showing by the Vikes. But I feel like the Vikings can cover the spread of two and a half points, but also win. I think another upset is right here. Not too many upsets for me this week, but um, so far I have two upsets right now. So, um, yeah, I think Vikings definitely pull the upset because I think Chargers still have a lot of um, questions to answer, and it's not going to be in this game. And their point total will be over 52.5 points. Um, Yeah, Vikings win. (laughs) Up next, we got the Broncos. We got the Eagles. Broncos um, went against the Cowboys and upset them, upset them. And the thing is, the Broncos, how the Broncos played against the Cowboys is what we, what the Buds and I thought the Broncos would play when they were three and zero. Maybe Jerry Judy coming back helped that all, helped that all out by you know spreading the offense a little bit more. Um, they they ran a balanced attack, but. The running backs really destroyed the Cowboys. That helped them out a lot. But J- Jerry du- Judy coming back also helped as well. And the thing is, Broncos played pretty crippled as well. Even without um, Von Miller, they played with a high intensity. So it's great momentum for them going into a game against the Eagles. Um, yeah, Eagles, I still don't know what's going on there. Jalen Hurts needs help. I mean... I do like Boston Scott and Jordan Howard getting touches, but you also got to get Gainwell in that in that uh, rotation as well. He's he, I I think he's a very explosive cat that could do some damage in in the passing game. So try to get him involved. Maybe maybe some dubs can come from that. But other than that, you know, Eagles defense not that great, other than a pass rush and. Darius Slay. So if Darius Slay and that pass rush can come through, then Eagles have a chance. But I feel like the Broncos will handle business. I'm back on the Broncos train again because um, this is how they should been should have been playing since 3-0. But, you know, injuries happen. You can't prevent that. I think Teddy Teddy's not playing with um, his foot or ankle in the hamstring or quad injury. So, that's good for him. He he plays a lot better when he's healthy, of course, like any other player. But it really shows when he's healthy. And two and a half points, they'll cover. And this game will go over 44 points. Up next, we got the Seattle and we got the Packers. Um, supposedly, Aaron Rodgers comes back from um, COVID protocol. And also, Russell Wilson comes back this game. He's been clear of the play, so... I think we get Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson this game. But I feel like Seahawks will come out with the dub. Because I think just all this um, whirlwind of drama involving Aaron Rodgers and his COVID lie, you could say, that whole situation really puts a damper on the Packers and, you know, they end up losing this game. I really think that's going to be a factor. And, you know, um, I feel like Packers definitely um, are a team that will get affected by, you know, all this drama. Now, am I saying that they're going to have a big losing streak after this? I don't think so. But um, I think, you know, 
they'll they'll lose this one in a close battle against Seahawks. But um yeah, I I think the drama will play into some players' head. And you know, some a, a key loss with um um Stokes on the defense happened, but um defense still played pretty good against the Chiefs, but playing against Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson makes some things happen, so um I think Seahawks um pull out with the dub covering with the three point spread. And I think it'll be over 49, 49 and a half points. And sorry for the stuttering right there. Stuttering shit. See? There I go again. Um up next we got the Sunday night game. We got the Chiefs, we got Raiders. Big divisional game. Big um game for both the Raiders and the Chiefs. This will probably determine where their season goes from here on out. Um, Chiefs really struggling offense lately. Actually, the whole season, they're not themselves. Yeah, they won against the Packers, but they only won 13-7. Still didn't put up a massive amount of points that were used from the Chiefs. Has the defense playing a little better? Eh, I don't know yet. I don't know. We'll see against this this Raiders team how how much better the Chiefs defense has been playing. I think not. It's because it was a Aaron Rodgers less Packers why it was thirteen seven, but who knows? Um, they get against the Raiders. Raiders um, with all the drama that's been kind of surrounding them lately. Um, um, hopefully they come overcome it because. I think eventually that drama will catch up to them if they don't overcome it. And last week wasn't a good sign because they lost against the Giants. But, um, yeah, um, we'll see how these teams do against each other. Um, they both have p- potential to break out of the slump. It's just, you know, if they can against each other, you know, one has drama out like off the field drama one has you know just the offense that can't their identity can't get rolling right now but um Raiders are home in this one and um I got the Raiders winning this one um Raiders seem to do very very good against the Chiefs and like to pull out upsets and I think they're gonna pull out quote-unquote upset against the Chiefs um they're giving the Raiders two and a half points and I'll take that um this game will go over 51 and a half points. Very close game, but Raiders pull out on top and Chiefs, um, they're going to have a lot of thinking to do. And to the final game, we, we got another divisional matchup. We got the Rams and the 49ers. Rams taking a beating from the Tennessee Titans and Niners taking a beating from the Cardinals led by Colt McCoy. Um... Off game by the Rams, yes. I expected them to score at least more points. Now, if they lost against Tennessee's, I wouldn't be mad, but um, they just didn't score enough points. Only 16 points? Jeez. You know, um, basically, Titans caused two turnovers in the Reds and um, Rams own, like, within 20-yard lines. So those are, like, 14 points right there. And the game could have, without those two touchdowns, the game could have been 14-16. And Rams could have won it. But that's not what happened. And Rams ended up getting a loss. So 
I feel bounce back week, and this is the game that Von Miller's debuts. So, um, very dangerous team for the Niners to um, host at home, which they haven't won a game at. Um, yeah, this defense is not good. A lot of injuries on that defense. Um, Niners offense still looks a little, little wonky. Some positive in areas, but overall not crisp. And uh, I think the Rams put a, a beating on these 49ers at, at home. For the I mean, Niners at home, and they're going to get a beating at home. Uh, I got the Rams winning. They're covering a four-and-a-half spread. And I think this game will go for over 49 points. And that will do it for the quick picks from Spuddy. Spuddy's quick picks is in the books for week 10. Go ahead and share your thoughts with me after hearing this episode. Tell me what you think. Am I wrong? Am I right? What picks you got? Let me know however you want. Social media. Comment on the YouTubes. Let me know, please. Um, Go ahead. Follow our podcast on multiple podcast streaming platforms. We're everywhere. Just type in Buds and Sports and we'll probably be there. So, yeah, um, this is Spuddy's Quick Picks with Buds and Sports. I'm Spuddy McGee. <sighs> yeah, I had a rough, rough episode with a lot of stuttering, so I apologize again. But I am out.